I was always like a big fan of American sports and how people um, they they celebrate the sport and, and the players it's, it's amazing and for me it's like City completely new club one of the first signings it's just more than just a normal signing. Yeah. Welcome to the City Voice podcast. Today I'm joined by an extremely special guest, Roman Berkey, the club's new number one. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Uh, firstly, got to ask you, how are you settling into St. Louis? Uh, very good. Uh, it's pretty easy. The, all the people are very friendly and they try to help wherever they can. Um, and the guys in the team, obviously, is uh, it's a really good team, uh, good personalities and uh, good character. So it's it's very easy for me. Awesome. Well, um, we're gonna we're gonna give a quick bio um, to talk about your career. Then we're gonna talk about like how you grew up in soccer. We're gonna go through your time um, in Germany, and then we're gonna talk about uh, 2023 and onwards. So let's go through the bio. Um, Roman, you started your career in 2007 um, with Young Boys in Switzerland. Uh, in the summer of 2010, you went back to Young Boys and again half a year later as you transferred to Grasshoppers. Um, you won a Swiss Cup. Yeah, exactly, with Grasshoppers. And then you moved to Germany. So you signed a, a contract with SC Freiburg. Exactly. Um, you had one season there and then uh, you got the big move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we uh, uh, relegated to the second league with, uh, with Freiburg. But still, I had a really good year. Um, I had a lot of opportunities to show my qualities, and um, yeah, I'm very happy and proud of the the move then to Dortmund. You made the you made the move to Dortmund in 2015. Uh, you became the first goalkeeper to keep five clean sheets in the first five games of the season, which is incredible. Uh, you won three trophies uh, in Germany: one Super Cup and two German Cups. Uh, and now, uh, in March 16th. 2022 you agreed to move to St. Louis so let's get into uh, a bit of an introduction to you growing up um, tell us about where you grew up and uh, and what life was like there uh, I grew up in, in uh, Münzingen it's a small um, city or yeah a small city in the capital of uh, Switzerland Bern so um, I grew up uh, with my brother and all my friends there. Um, soccer in, in Europe is, is a very big thing. And yeah, I enjoyed every minute to stay outside with my friends, play soccer. And my father uh, was also goalkeeper and uh, soccer player. So it's kind of in the family. And my brother is playing, is playing too, now professional. So did you si decide from the start that you were going to be a goalkeeper? Or did you move around the pitch? No, no, I was, um, I was not sure uh, because you want action all the time as a kid. You know, you want the ball, you want to score. That's always a dream um, to score in front of a lot of people and they celebrate with you. But um, I just had the feeling, I think when I was uh, 13, 12 or 13 years old that I want to permanently stay in a, in a goal um, because I had my father uh, who, who was teaching me very well. Um, he was basically my first goalkeeper coach and uh, yeah, then I just stayed with that uh, and I, I'm lucky that I, I'm happy that I stay with that. So at what point did you realize that you were pretty good at goalkeeping and that maybe this could be a career for you? Um, to be honest, I never 
never really cared about how good I am. I just w wanted to have fun. And um, my father told me, yeah, you are you have really good uh, abilities. Um, yeah, you are uh, fast. You are have quick feet. You have good technique in in um, in uh, saving a ball. And uh, that was basically just the second most important thing because the most important thing uh, I will tell every kid when they ask me what do you what do I need you can give me any tips I would say just have fun because it's the most important thing and um, when did you get the the call from the from a professional club was it um were you scouted did you go for trials how did that happen uh to be honest the first thing was uh FC Thun uh it is uh another city uh, next to my city where I grew up and they did um, like test trainings and stuff like this so I I want to go there I, I went there and they they said no um, you're not good enough and then yeah I was really sad uh, disappointed because I'm a person I put myself under pressure a lot and uh, then um, young boys burn they they called me or called my father and they asked if I want to join uh, the, the test training for their club and I said yes but then the day when the day has uh, was coming for uh, to go to the training I was really like I had I was really scared to to fail again and to disappoint my father I had the feeling that I disappointed him but he was never like that he was just and he had he had to drag me to the training uh, there and then I did really good and after training they said immediately uh, we would like to have you in our team uh, for next season and I was surprised but really proud. Yeah. That's awesome. So growing up, who were your goalkeeping idols? Did you base your game on anybody? Um, I was, I mean, Edwin van der Sar, Oliver Kahn, um, uh, yeah, Iker Casillas, Gianluigi Buffon, these guys were my idols, but I never tried to imitate someone, so I just always tried to keep my own style. Did you um, did you have a club that you supported growing up? Yeah, it was uh, Manchester United, uh, but when David Beckham played there, so um, I was a big David Beckham fan. The golden era. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so when did, uh, when did you, you, you go through the academy system? Like, how did uh, how did you turn professional? What was that moment like? Um, yeah, it was. Like I said, I never really cared about how good I am. I just wanted to have fun and work hard. Um, I never really really listened to what some people say or said to me when they say, "Yeah, you are so good. You're so good," because I just want to have fun and I try to. To get better, 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 and one day they um, called me from, and I was in the under nineteen or under eighteen. They called me and said, "Yeah," or my my father, and they said, uh, "Yeah, you you will uh, you earned a professional contract." And I was like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" And but I wasn't eighteen years old yet then, so my my parents actually had to sign the the contract. So uh, it was it was crazy, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, really nice feeling to sign the first professional contract. So you sign the new deal and, um, you know, for any of the new fans listening, uh, becoming a goalkeeper at the highest level is, 
you know, there's only one position in the pitch to be filled. Most clubs don't like to to mess with the number one position, so it's a difficult job. Um, you went through three different loan periods. Um, that's a te- that's a testing moment for you. Like, what did you learn about going on loan to to various clubs? Um, I just kept going my way, like like I said, just to want to improve myself. Um, don't really listen to any anything who has opinions about you and. I just kept going this way. I just tried to to give everything every day in the training to get better, and yeah, it worked out. I mean, it's it was very helpful for me to to go on loan to play rather than stay in a club and just sit on the bench and have no experience. Uh, because for young for a young goalkeeper and I think also for young players, they it's the most important thing is to play. To to um, get that experience, you know, you can make mistake. It doesn't matter. They will always, uh, if you work hard, they forgive you always for mistakes. But if you if you're just too lazy or you don't want to train and you do a mistake, it it feels um, kind of the other way. You know, you are like you know this guy is not working hard, so and he makes mistakes. So hey, I have to tell him. Come on, hey, this is not okay. But if you work hard and everybody sees it that you work hard, you can do mistakes. You can do a, a lot, mis- a lot of mistakes. But um, at the end of the day, I was also really happy to have my my agent um, who was taking care of me and my family, and he had the contacts to, or also the the knowledge to to do good deals like that. I can go back. You know, if if it doesn't work out, I, I I can come back and I still have my position there in the other club. So I had uh, a good I had good people around me. So you get your 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 third loan move is the Grasshoppers. They make that move permanent, and then you get your opportunity, and you make the most of it, right? Talk us through your first you know first season where you break into a number one position. Yeah, in the in the highest league in Switzerland. So I. I came there on loan, and then the first few games I didn't play, but uh, I was there with the team to just to see how it is, how 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 the whole day um, will be um, at the game day and uh, the traveling and everything. So then I started to play, and I, I played good. Uh, I had also a really good goalkeeper coach. He's now um, the goalkeeper coach of the national team in Switzerland, and it's just they they believed in me. They gave me. Um, they trust me, so I, like I said, I did mistakes, a lot of mistakes in the games, but most of the time I did more things better than I did bad. So that's that's part of growing and getting the experience. So um, and just like I had fun, like I said, that's the most important thing. Uh, I had fun to play with the guys. Um, I had good coaching, uh, good coaches around me, and I always felt comfortable. Yeah. And the most fun thing that can happen in football is winning a trophy. And you won your first trophy in Switzerland. Like, talk me about the, talk, talk me through winning a cup so young in your career. Yeah, that was an amazing feeling. Um, we had a really good team, really young team, very young uh, guys, big talents. Um, a lot of them are still playing somewhere in uh, in Europe in in uh, big clubs. And it was just everything. We had the perfect coach at this time uh, who accepted like young guys who are trying. Um, he accept he accepted mistakes, and we had just we had a really really cool and 
yeah, cool group together, and we just tried to go step by step every game. Uh, and at the end, it was an amazing feeling to celebrate in Zurich in a nice city with with nice fans. So clearly, other clubs in Europe were paying attention to your performances because you didn't stay long at Grasshoppers. Um, the Bundesliga came calling, and you get the move. Like you, you just established yourself as number one. Was there a uh, should I stay where I am? Is this a big risk? Like ha- ha- when you got the call that uh, a German club were interested, what what went through your head? Um, at that time. Uh, in Grasshoppers, there was a German coach, so um, I went to his office and I want to talk with him and ask about his opinion. And he he told me, as a Freiburg is a really good club um, with good persons in the club who are like guiding the club very well. And so he said, it's it's hard for me, but I have to tell you that you you should take this chance, this opportunity. And then yeah, it ended up like this. So um, I had probably in my career the best coach in SC Freiburg with Christian Streich. I think he's already 10 or 12 years there and he's just uh, unique as a coach, uh, how he treats the, the players, how, um, yeah, how, just how he is. And he's, it was big a big experience for me and I learned a lot there again to make then the next step so you moved to Germany did you speak German before you went yeah um, German is not a big problem for 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 um, in Switzerland because we learn how to speak uh, or read in German so in school so it's it's pretty easy for us yeah. pretty yeah. easy yeah. to adapt yeah. how was it moving to a to, to a new city did you go on your own uh, I had a girlfriend at this time, uh, so she joined because also Switzerland and Freiburg is very close to the border of Switzerland. So yeah. uh, Freiburg and um, yeah, it it helped me a lot that I wasn't alone. Even though I w- I'm a person who likes to put myself in uncomfortable situations, uh, yeah. like I came here, uh, I didn't know anyone besides Lutz. Yeah, and it's just um, it it was very helpful at that time and. Also, um, in in soccer, most of the times it's really easy because all the guys they knew how it is. If someone knew is coming, they try to help. So, you win a trophy um, in Switzerland. But you have a very different experience in your first um, season, uh, Freiburg. Talk talk me through how like what the difference was and what you learned through the process of you know being in a, a in a relegation battle. Yeah, I remember one of the first trainings with Freiburg. Um, it was just the quality difference. Is I, I thought like, okay, I'm playing in the first division or the first league in in Switzerland, and they are all pros. They are so good. It can't be. It can't get much better. But these guys in the Bundesliga, they are they are different level again. They are just the shots more precise with much more. Um, uh, speed, the balls are coming. They're playing hard passes. Everything is much faster, and physics is also a big part in 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 Germany. So, uh, and they run, they run, they run. They work so hard in Germany. It's it's crazy. But uh, yeah, it it was hard to to get confident because all the balls were so 
so good shots I couldn't even save some uh, a lot of balls to get confidence back so I was just there but I, I, I enjoyed the time because also I had a lot of um, friends I made a lot of friends there um, not not uh, in the team also uh, off the pitch so uh, a lot of good people good um, I had a good time and uh, yeah at, at the end of the season uh, unfortunately we, we were le- relegated because um, yeah we just had not a, a good season but it was really close but at the end of the season I had uh, I was happy to that I played good and I had an opportunity to go to Dortmund Did you have a good relationship with the fans? Yeah, yeah. The fans are amazing for young players. There, they never, they are never angry. Um, I remember I made a, it, it, the score was one-one, and ninety minute I made a stupid mistake. I conceded the goal, and then we lost the game one-two. And after the game, all the fans were, um, yeah, chanting or shouting my name, you know, to give me support and they, they to show that they are standing behind me and support me and. That's 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 unique, uh, I have to say that. And also, when we relegated, it was an away game. We came home, and a lot of fans were um, waiting for us at the stadium with like uh, big signs: "Keep your head up." Next year, we go. We we will hear, We will back again. And that's that's a really amazing uh, organization in in soccer. Yeah. Do you think um, the support of the fans in that moment helped? your development as a player yeah yeah of course it's it's a big part um especially in freiburg and for me it was the first year in a big league um and when i made a mistake or made it was just i didn't know how how they would react you know in switzerland you know there are fans but they never had like fans, like in Germany, sometimes you you play in front of eighty thousand people, and it's always like how you think about how is their reaction when you do when you make a mistake. And in Freiburg, it was it was brilliant. Yeah. So, it it wasn't just the fans that recognised your performances. Um, Freiburg get relegated, but you get another call almost instantly, and this time it's a, a giant of German football. A team that's won a European Cup before, Borussia Dortmund come knocking. How did that opportunity come about, and what were your feelings when you got the call? Did you did you expect a transfer? Um, not really. I knew that I I played a good season, even though we 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 were relegated. But um, the goalkeeper coach uh, from from Freiburg he told me uh, if if you're next season still here, I will. I will push you away. You need to go. You need to stay in this league. You have the qualities and everything. And I was so sad that I had to leave Freiburg because I felt so good there. I had a lot, like like I said, I made a lot of friends and the whole club with the, with the coach, who is so unique. And I learned a lot of him. Was it was I was really sad, but um, yeah, Thomas Tuchel uh, called me. Uh, the guy who ended up to be the coach uh, in Dortmund. So I was, I was like, yeah, I texted with him, I called with him, and I wasn't sure if I'm ready to make a, such a big step to such a big club because I played only one year, uh, just one year in in the Bundesliga, and there was a smaller club in Freiburg, no international games, 
and Dortmund is like they want to to win the titles. They they want to they play play in front of eighty thousand fans every home game, and it's just another another big big step. And I wasn't sure if I'm ready for that, but um, at the end, I said to myself, it's a once once in a lifetime chance maybe to do that. So uh, I I gave it a try. What did Thomas Tuchel like about your game? He just liked how I how I can play with my feet, um, that I'm brave. Um, he's, he told me that he likes that I'm not afraid to make mistakes. And if I make a mistake, I can s- turn uh, the switch on, uh, the switch and just play as nothing happened. So that's that's one big quality he, he liked about my play style. So you moved to Dortmund. Uh, the stadium there is huge. The fans are, you know, they're they're like the standard bearers in Europe for support, noise, atmosphere. Like, what what was the difference? You know, you've you've gone to Freiburg and you said the quality level is really high, but when you moved to Dortmund, there were some incredible players there. Like, what was it like going into training on the first day in Dortmund? Yeah, I mean, it's these guys. Aubameyang, Royce, uh, Gundogan, all the top-class players. You, you know them from playing against them and from maybe from FIFA game, you know, on the console. But uh, then you see them, uh, you are, you come from a small club. You, you think maybe they don't know me, but uh, they are they are so such good guys um, with good character. And th- I think that's why they are there. Uh, they work hard. They are honest. They they try to to be like role models for for others and young pl- young players. And I think that's that was very helpful for me. That they uh, welcomed me like they know me already uh, a long time. So that was um, very helpful. And uh, the training quality. Uh, I think I don't have to. To talk about that because it's just amazing. Uh, sometimes you just want to to watch them how they how they do things in training. And the quality of football at Dortmund at that time was incredible. Like some of the best football in Europe um, that you were playing. How, how did it feel to be part of that? Like, and, and you're the starting point in a Thomas Tuchel system. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, just. We had like a really good season. I think at the end we had like 70-something points. And in every other year or every other season, we would have been the champions because no no, no, no one or no second place. We had the most points ever in a, as a, and we ended up second place. Uh, just Bayern Munich was one, one more time outstanding uh, there. And um, yeah, but uh, I think we went the first year, we went to the... Cup final, we lost in, in the penalty shootout against Bayern, and then the the next season we 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 won the cup. And the Champions League is the pinnacle for most players. You got to play in the Champions League. Um, you had some great experiences there. Like talk talk to me about what it's like to travel around to all these huge clubs and. You know, sit in like these crazy atmospheres. What was uh, what was the Champions League like for you? Yeah, it was also new for me. Like um, we almost didn't do training anymore because we played every th- third day. So we had like basically 
uh, we, we played a game, then recovery, and then the next day was for traveling and a small um, pre-game pre-game training, just uh, like walkthrough and everything, something like this, uh, analytics, and next then uh, again a game and a lot of traveling. And just to see all the cities, new players usually don't play against them. It's just, it's just an incredible experience. It was an incredible experience to play against Messi, against uh, Ronaldo, against all the players. You just you play once, maybe twice, uh, in your life against them because they are just playing in another league and they are on another level. But it was so nice. I I kept a lot of jerseys from from other players. Yeah. When you uh, when you'd line up against Messi or Ronaldo, did you get nervous? <laughs> Is it like? Yeah, I mean, it's just something special. Not nervous, but um, something special. Uh, like I said, I put a lot of pressure on myself every time I go out because I want to do good. I expect that from me to to have a clean sheet and to play play good and. Um, then when the anthem, the Champions League anthem is playing, it just you get goosebumps, and then the adrenaline kicks in, and you are ready, and you're just ready to go. And it doesn't matter who's in front of you, if it's Messi, if it's Ronaldo, if it's Lewandowski, it doesn't matter anymore. You just want to win, and yeah, that that was the same at that time. What was your favorite game that you would play? Uh, what was your favorite place to go in in Europe? Hmm, I like the game and the stadium of Inter Milan a lot and of course Camp Nou Barcelona and Santiago Bernabeu uh, but also Atletico Madrid was really nice big atmosphere beautiful stadium as well and um what was what was your most cherished moment um from your time at Dortmund I would say yeah, I would say like the the win of the um, cup with uh, and then the celebration. I think that was because the celebration uh, was they were about like hundred and five thousand fans in the city in Dortmund. Uh, they were waiting for us and celebrating with us. That was really I've never seen something like this. Uh, Did you drink out of one of those giant beer things? Oh, we. <laughs> I think we drank everything, everything, <laughs> really. So um t- towards the towards the end of your Dortmund career you played with like a a new generation of players that were coming through uh, uh somebody that's close to you told me that you had good relationships with uh Haaland Bellingham um what what do you what do you make of of those two and where where are they going to end up I mean we're already watching Haaland blow up at the moment what's it like playing with those two um yeah first of all the quality is like it's just they work really hard. They work really hard. And second, they are really good guys. How they treat other players, even though they are in the in the spotlight and they have all the attention they need, they always try to support and to help um, younger guys or guys who are struggling a little bit. And I mean, just to see them now, how they play, or Jude last year already, and and Erling Haaland also is. Is amazing. I'm so happy for them, and uh, uh, I texted Haaland uh, a few times because now I have to text him every weekend because he will score every weekend. I think he's a machine. Yeah. He's an unbelievable player. Okay, um, we've we've closed off um, 
the Dortmund piece. The next section is called Getting to Know Roman. It's very simple, but you have to be honest with your answers because we will be checking in. (laughs) Okay. Okay, first one's an easy one. Um, Sneakers or dress shoes? Sneakers. Um, tell me about sneakers. I've heard uh, on the grapevine that you are a collector. Yeah, I love the Dunk Lows uh, from Nike. Uh, awesome shoe, really um, very comfortable. And it's just, you can wear them to everything. You can wear them to jeans, to um, uh, just shorts or a tracksuit. Yeah, How many pairs have you got? Uh, I think I have around nine you keep them if you got them in St. Louis? Uh, no, I ordered them um, from a guy I know uh, yeah. who has good contact. So uh, they're pretty hard to, to get. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I have a good contact and he always sends me the colors. They are, um, who are coming out yeah, and then I can decide if I want them, I like them or not. Yeah. Next question. It's an important one. Call of Duty or FIFA? 100% Call of Duty. Yeah. Are you a good Call of Duty player? I'm decent. I mean, uh, we have a lot of... I think we we have a lot of players here now. Uh, we played already, like, together sometime. And it's always very funny, but uh, I'm decent and... Uh, yeah. All right. If Roman Berkey was not a professional footballer, he'd be... I would probably say something in the gym, fitness... Yeah, I like to eat healthy. I like to do work out. Yeah. Like to, you like to eat healthy. The next question is uh, a toasted rav or barbecue? Barbecue. Yeah? yeah Have you yeah. got a favorite in St. Louis yet? Uh, we had Actually, we had one today, uh, an Argentina one uh, from Argentina. One guy was in a facility and uh, they made um, barbecue for us. It was really good. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, favorite European country to vacation? Uh, Spain. Do you um do you, you have you got a place in Spain? Do you, do you... Uh, I I have a house in Mallorca. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Best show on TV right now. Honestly, I, I don't watch TV anymore. But uh, I would say, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I love that. Interesting one. Yeah. Um, club that you choose to watch that you have not played for. So no city two. Manchester City. <laughs> Manchester City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is a tip. Diff- you know, you can have multiple here because I know it's a difficult question. Best player you've ever played with. So there is one, and nobody's close to him. It's uh, Marco Royce. <sighs> what a player! Yeah. What a player! And then there is, of course, like um, Haaland, Bellingham. Uh, also, Christian Pulisic, a really good player I played with. And uh, to end this with a defender, Manuel Akanji. Swiss he just guy. went to Manchester City yeah, as well. Exactly. Fantastic. What um, what made Marco Royce just so amazing? Um, first of all, his qualities. Uh, he has the ability to do things no one else can do. Uh, then... Also, like how he comes back, he he had a lot of injuries. Uh, he had a lot to fight with injuries, but he always came back and delivered. Like he was never left. Uh, that's that's one big thing, and also like his loyalty to the club. 
I think he had offers from a lot of clubs, um, but he stayed because he, he appreciates how how Dortmund, what a what a club Dortmund is, and he knows what he has in Dortmund, and I think that's altogether made him uh, a world class player. If you are listening to this and you don't know who Marco Royce is, type him into YouTube and watch some of his assists and goals. He's an incredible talent. Um, f- favorite pair of keeping gloves? Sales. Uh, Sales? Yeah, it's a, a um, English brand, and I'm very happy with them. It, I have the feeling it's the best brand I have, or the best glove I ever had. I love a goalkeeper glove, so I'm going to be looking those up. Um, Favorite St. Louis restaurant so far? Uh, I haven't been to to so many, but uh, I would say Cafe Napoli. I enjoyed uh, a lot, um, especially good weather and to sit outside. Nice, nice atmosphere. Cat or a dog? Dog. Are you going to get a dog? Yeah, I, I try to get one. But, uh, first, I need to know how the schedule is maybe also next year with the traveling with the, in the mls in, just need to get a feeling for how much time i have for actually take care of a dog because for me if i take a dog or i had a dog i always think about him because he can't speak you know yeah. i think, hope he's okay uh, maybe he needs water or he needs to go outside so I, I really try try to to take care of a dog and uh, or a cat whatever I have at home, um, yeah. And I really just want to to make sure that I have the time. Are you a big dog guy or a small dog guy? Uh, actually, my parents they have a small dog, and but I took care of a friend's dog because he couldn't take him to the during Corona. To the to the work, so I I I had him in my apartment. It was like a golden retriever. Oh, very nice. Awesome, awesome, uh, awesome dog, and I had a lot of fun with him. So I would probably go with a bigger dog. Yeah, bigger dog, and it does sound like you are open to a cat. You're not against cats. No, I love all love of it. the animals. You all love animals. all the animals. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. The funniest city player. Oh, Celio Pompeo. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to hear. He looks like he's fun. Yeah, he is. Best away day in world football. Best away day. So what does this mean? Just uh, like a uh, like for the fans, if they were going to go and go to any game in the world, what would you recommend that they go to for like atmosphere, vibe? So I would say Dortmund Schalke, the big derby in the biggest derby in, in in Germany. I would say from the heat and all the like atmosphere is almost I would say Europe maybe. Yeah. Brilliant. And um craziest thing a fan has said uh, sent you in a DM. PG. I mean uh I saw pictures uh that People have a tattoo of my face somewhere on their body. That's really crazy. And, of course, they are also, like, we live in a time nobody has, like, I don't know, they they don't, they are not, like, ashamed to do something. So (laughs) I received a lot of weird things. Yeah. The tattoo ones is a lot of, is probably 
really crazy because this is forever. So did uh, did you send them a shirt at least? Yeah, yeah, um, you send them a shirt. Of course, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay, all right. We're going to move on um, to the final section. This is the St. Louis City section. So you are one of the best goalkeepers in Europe. You've got offers coming from everywhere. And this this club in St. Louis uh, gets in contact with you. And MLS is on the radar. Um what was your decision-making process in, in in choosing to come to a you know a different continent and take up this new adventure? Yeah, I think like I mentioned already at the beginning, um, it's the most important thing for me is to have fun. And after um, seven years with Dortmund and the last year I didn't play, so I was working hard, but I never had the chance to 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 win my position back. So. And I lost a little bit the the joy and fun, um, but uh, not only just because I didn't play. The whole thing about how soccer uh, changed in Europe during Corona, and there is like <clears throat> just I think sometimes it was not just the sport; it was a lot about the money. We talked way more about money after Corona than than before. And I kind of felt that and I didn't like it. So MLS is like, for me, a new start. I know that it's also organizations and business and money is involved, a lot of money. But I just want to be uh, important again for, for someone, for a club. And I had the feeling when I talked with Lutz and also when I came here first in uh, in January, uh, in February, I was here for undercover for uh Four days just to 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 watch the the um, yeah the how the stadium will be and the facility. I uh, went to a um, St. Louis Blues games uh, game and it just was really nice and the atmosphere and I could I uh, I had like when I stood in the in the stadium it was nothing there no grass just uh, a big like what how do you call it when it's, it's in the building yeah yeah. And uh, I was I I I was imagining myself standing here, uh, have fun in the stadium, uh, play in front of um, uh, people again, and just be like have um, a I think a role that I can show or learn younger players how to get better or give advice and just to be part of a completely new organization and club. Do you feel validated uh, in your decision when you see top players coming from Europe, like in their prime, like you? Do you feel validated that, uh, like, th- this this is a this was the right decision to come here? This is a league on the up. Yeah, of course. I was always like a big fan of American sports and how people, um, uh, like they they celebrate the sport and, and the players. It's it's amazing and. Uh, even though I, I knew that MLS is growing um, with the World Cup coming here in uh, to America, it it will grow even more, and uh, I think also f- it it becomes like a good opportunity to to play against good players, like you said, Gareth Bale, um, Insigne, Bernardeschi, and whoever. a lot of a lot of big players are playing here uh, in their best age, 
So yeah. Bale, I think he's 30 or 31. He's coming from Real Madrid. He's in his best age to play soccer and he's coming here for a reason. I think he's not just here to play golf. I think he's here just because he wants to feel like me, to feel important again, you know, and just maybe make a completely new start with people um, who who are not like, have not a picture like he had in, or in his mind, like they said, yeah, he's in Real Madrid, and, but he doesn't do training. He's just playing golf. Just just leave that. Just leave these negative things behind and start something something new. And he, I think he did that here in um, in LA. And for me, it was kind of a little bit the same. Uh, I just want to feel like important again, start from new. And just for me, it's like City, completely new club, one of the first signings. It's just more than just a normal signing. Huh? It's part of history. Yeah. You'd be part of history. So you um did you have a, a prior relationship with Lutz? Like how did the how did the Lutz thing come about and uh, what was the what was the first call like? Uh we saw us a couple of times in, in Marbella, I think, in the in a in a training camp, a preseason camp. Uh but he was still um team or sporting director of Dusseldorf. So but we never talked about that and uh, I told my agent I really want to leave. I want to play again in Dortmund. So because I I want to to leave Dortmund, and he came up. He he knows me uh, very well because I'm with him since I'm 18 years old. So uh, he knew about my interest in in American sports and everything. So he came up with that option, and I was like, there were other options as well, but this option was like, oh. Let's. It, it sounds interesting. Let's 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 see. Let's see. So that was the the first uh, contact with with the club and Lutz contact with my agent. Yeah. You talk about other American sports that intrigue you. What what are your sports that you like? Oh, I love NFL. Yeah, who's your team? Uh, I'm loyal, so uh, I started becoming very interested in in, in uh, football when I saw um, Cam Newton playing for the Panthers when they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, he was just amazing, so I became a Panther fan. Uh, I had the chance to to go there and visit them in a in a preseason camp, and it was just amazing to meet Christian McCaffrey, um, Greg Olson, Luke Kuechly, all the guys uh, they were playing there. Cam Newton, of course. And so I I stayed with, uh, even though Cam left or had to leave, uh, I stayed with the Panthers. So the Panthers, they are my team. Are you going to try and visit them in the fall? I mean, if if it's possible, maybe they play here around. I heard maybe uh, uh, against uh, the Colts. So I would definitely try because also uh, a good friend is playing for the Colts. Uh, Kenny Moore, uh, and yeah, he o- or already offered me to come there uh, to to watch a game. Um, uh, you're quite a fan of American culture in general. I understand that you are I- into your cars. That was one mm. of your. <laughs> that was one of the things that you wanted to do when you came to America. Have you invested in an American muscle car? Yeah, I'm still waiting for my uh, cheap Rubicon. Uh, I I had a, a cheer wagon in Germany, and I just like. Uh, Bigger cars. I'm not the type of guy who, who drives fast. I'm just like, 
be more safe, higher up, and just, uh, yeah, take it easy. Are you going to pop the doors off? Not allowed to do that in Europe? No, not allowed to do that, but um, here, uh, if the heat is coming back next summer, uh, I will do that, of course, yeah. When, um, so you've, you've had conversations with Lutz, you've, you've come here, you've gone to some sports games, you've felt the vibe of, um, of the city, um, you've signed a deal, and then you come through the airport, and then you see Dortmund fans and City fans waiting for you at the airport. Um, how, did, how did that make you feel? Yeah, that felt really good. I wasn't expecting that. Um, I didn't know that Dortmund has... I knew that Dortmund has a lot of fans all over the world, but not in St. Louis, so uh, I was I was really um, surprised. But all, all together, it was an amazing uh, um, welcome. I felt really good uh, after 12-hour flight. Or yeah, it was it was nice to see all the, all of them, and uh, I hope we can meet them soon again at the new stadium. And they've already been the fans that have gone to the City Two games um, have already got to see you in action. Um, Gareth Bale moved to a club that was baked. It was ready. It was already there. Your adventure is a club that doesn't exist um, at a first team level until next year. Um, what is it? What's it been like um, playing with a, a really good City Two side and seeing different parts of the country? Like, how's that been for you so far? Yes, it's interesting to. Um... <clears throat> To see the differences between the European young guys and uh, here um, the American ones, um, I mean the quality is good, um, but sometimes, uh, to be honest, I I love everyone of the team, but uh, some of them, you have the feeling that this is just like okay, I'm here to play, and after training I go home, but in Europe. It's, it is very clear for everyone that it's not just training on the field. So you see, like, the young players, they go to training, they come early, they work out, they go to the team training. After team training, you go back into the gym and work for yourself. You do treatment that you feel good for the next day, massage, whatever. And I just try to be to show them you know, I, I'm always there. I go to the tra- to the gym before training, after training, just to make sure that I feel good for the next day and I can have a good recovery. I just try to show them. I'm, I'm not the type of guy who, who says to everyone, hey, why you go home? Do, do this and this. Um, so that's basically just my job at the moment. I try to to show them how I do it, how I did it, and to show them what it what they need to do to become better and it, the answer is pretty simple i'm just always try to do more than than the other ones you know just try to do a little bit more just try to uh, sleep a little bit longer maybe or go to bed earlier eat healthier um because once you come at an age like i'm i'm 31 i'm not really old but i just know that i wouldn't feel that good how I feel now when I would play Call of Duty the whole night or just eat burgers or fast food because it's a really important thing. And some of them, maybe they have to learn that by going through difficult situations, injuries maybe. I don't wish an injury to every to anyone, but uh, 
maybe it's just sometimes the only way that they can learn this. I had also injuries, muscle injuries, because then I think like, why, why I never have injuries. Then I remember like, uh, maybe I was like drinking too much Coke a week before. It's just affects your muscles and how you can perform. And that's just a big difference at the moment, but uh, I'm sure that they will adapt and learn because like MLS is growing. It's growing. Everything is growing, and uh, so is the youth. Do you um, do you feel the part part of your role as a you know really high profile player? You know, um, if not, you know, you're the most high profile goalkeeper in MLS by a stretch. Do you see part of your role as um, being a, a leader and a mentor to the generation coming through and, and your teammates? Is, is, has have you shifted how you? Um, how you operate in a in a squad system? Do you feel the pressure yeah. of that? Uh, definitely, I, I would I, like. Uh, I was the last year in Dortmund. I didn't play, but I was always like taking care of Mukoko, a very talented player, young player. He had no car, no license because he was too young. So I I took him to training every day, and I kind of start like he he was asking me for yeah, what did you do at this time and. Uh, can you help me maybe this because he was in in um talks for a new contract and everything so that's the last year for me was kind of just working for myself um work out make me feel good to prepare for the time now mm-hmm. and just to help the younger guys you know like like i said he asked me for advice a lot of times i'm still in very good tight contact with him because uh he appreciates that a lot so I try to do that now here we have a lot of young players who never had the experience or never had the chance to play maybe in Europe with big talented already world-class players so and they want to get to be world-class players once maybe once uh, in a time so I just try to help them and if they have questions they can come to me and just ask me I'm just that's the part I have at the moment uh, and I would definitely take that also to the next next season to next season in the MLS. So talking of like up leveling and you've gone from uh you know our, our partners at Lufus their training facility but now you've moved into a, a brand new training facility you've got beautiful grass you've got an unbelievable uh training center how has it been for you moving into that new space? What does that feel like? Yeah, it was something I've never seen before. Uh, not in Dortmund. Uh, in Dortmund, we had a, also very good grass, very good um, fields, but just the whole facility with all the the stuff around, with uh, cryos, uh, cryotherapy and sauna, um, steam, uh, whirlpool and everything. It's just one step i think that's the most yeah i would say it is the most the best the best facility i've played in or trained in yeah and it's it's amazing it's amazing directly next to the stadium even better the being close to the stadium what what do you think does does that help with motivation i mean maybe not so much for you but for like the the young kids coming through do you think having a direct line to that's the promised land does that um does that impact motivation yeah i think also 
how the the facilities built. I think it's very close to the youth. The first team is very close to the youth. So I think there's only like um, one um, window who you can see through. So they can see us. So it's kind of motivation because they want to go there. They want to be one once in their life. They want to be in, on the other side. I, I did want to ask you about the uh, the goalkeepers union, uh, the club. Uh, there's a lot of young goalkeepers. Um, how have you, how, how has it been working with them? And is it you know you excited about the talent that we've got in that area? Yes, uh, it's it's really good, uh, really good quality. Um, first of all, what I saw. And I see Michael, uh, Michael Creek, and Ian uh, McCrane every day. So um, we have a great relationship together. We have a good team, and everyone is supporting the other. That's how it should be. Um, and we are just, uh, yeah, just good people. And our level is, uh, yeah, is improving every day because we push ourselves. And I try to help them if they have questions, or even though with Alex. Um, Langer, the, the goalkeeper coach, we have a great relationship with him too. So uh, it's it's fun, and that is all about. And those uh, your your distribution is amazing. I went to a training session and, and watched you pinging balls out wide and creating chances for uh, for Klaus, you know, via because you did that in a game the other day. Are you going to be the starting point for goals when we go into MLS next season? <laughs> is that something you're excited about? I don't think so. Uh, it's it's just I like to play with the ball. I take to I like to take risk. Um it's just like I said I I try to have fun. I always the last word I say to the guys, guys, let's have fun on the pitch. And I can't I can't have fun if I if I just play the the boring passes. You know, sometimes it's the right decision to play the boring passes, but most of the time if I feel something and I see a player has time or um, is in good space, I try to find him because if not, it's just a ball, a pass who was not working. But at the end of the day, I, I try to improve myself every day, like I said, and to try to find the, the most the most effective way to go to the to the other goal. And yeah, that's why, why I play like that. Have you had fun working with John Hackworth? Yeah, great coach, great person. Uh, we have a lot of fun, and I think the whole team is uh, is really happy and uh, is proud to work with him. Do you think we can win the playoffs? Yeah, definitely. We have a great team. Uh, like I said, great coach. Um, and the whole atmosphere is, is always positive. Even after a loss, like last last weekend, we we stay positive. Um, everyone is, is, is happy to be here, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. I've got two more questions for you. Um, first one is um, Bradley Carnell. Um, we, we had him on a podcast um, yesterday. He seems extremely motivated for next year. He's really excited. Um, how have your interactions been with Bradley? Uh, good. Uh, he's he's from the RB uh, Red Bull uh, kind of play style. So I know because the the last coach I had in Dortmund uh, was Marco Rosa. He's he's. Or, yeah, he's now again. He signed in uh, RB Leipzig. Again, uh, it's like speed, uh, pressing, and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of running. And um, he tries to 
to bring that more and more every day to the team. But we are already doing a, a great job in the in the MLS Next Pro, and I think then when we start in the MLS, when the whole first team is together, uh, I will be. I'm sure that we will be successful. Yeah. The final question: um, We've got. We'll have 22,000 new fans in the stadium. They're all excited to see you play. Do you have any messages for the for the fans um, for what to expect or you know what you're looking forward to with them? Yeah, I mean, I can say every single player of our team uh, is has the same excitement as you guys to uh, to just play in front of you to cheer to cheer with you when we score uh, to celebrate you the win after uh, wins after the game. Uh, we are all looking forward um, to see you as soon as possible. Exciting. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and being so generous with your time. Um, I think the fans are going to absolutely love this. Uh, if you are listening to the City Voice uh, podcast, make sure you get on iTunes or wh- wherever you listen to it. Give us a five-star review. Say that you loved the Roman interview because if you do that, he might come on again uh, later on in the year. Um, on that note thank you so much uh, for joining the show and uh, it was a pleasure good luck at the weekend thank you